Today's podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Bioptimizers, an incredibly longtime sponsor of this podcast because they have amazing products that you continue to buy because they work. I think every one of my clients is certainly on mass zymes. I take that consistently every day. I like to take a lot. I like to take five in the morning on an empty stomach and then three to four with each of my high protein containing meals. This really helps me extract the protein from the meat and the ultimate protein sources that I'm consuming rather than just eating it and assuming that my body's going to utilize it. I want to make sure that my body can digest, absorb, and assimilate all these highly cost, uh, high cost proteins and high quality proteins that I'm consuming. It's not just about what you consume. It's about what your body can digest, absorb, and assimilate. So I highly suggest you head over to bioptimizers.com and use the code MUSCLE10 to get 10% off. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S, bioptimizers.com. Use the code MUSCLE10. They've also got an incredible suite of incredible products from P3OM to support digestion, Capex to support people on a ketogenic diet. And you guys all know my incredible... Uh, how much of an incredible fan I am of their product, um, Magnesium Breakthrough, which is seven different magnesium chelates. Um, and they're also expanding their line consi- consistently every year with research and doing incredible products. You guys get hooked up with 10% off all of their products. Head over to buyoptimizers.com and use the code MUSCLE10. The greatest thing I think I, I can provide for you as far as like a piece of wisdom is not necessarily the tactic, as much as the strategy, right? So tactics is like, hey, do this. Strategy in my mind is like big picture. Here's how to think about this stuff. So anyone in the world can give you a tactic. And if you follow it, it can work. But the greatest way to get lasting results, which is really the premise of this program, is to learn to learn to think about things differently, right? And so one of the things I try not to do is say, hey, just do this. Well, I know some of you guys are like, dude, I don't need to learn how to fish. Just give me the damn fish. I think it, I think I try to have a good blend of both, a good combination of both. The like, here's how to think about this so you can be successful for the rest of your life. Because really, guys, what you're what you're ultimately trying to do is you're trying to create a new way of being, right? A new, ultimately, a new identity of who you are. So if you're looking to transform the way you look, the way you feel, the way you perform, it's literally redefining an identity. So you've all up to this point in your life established an identity, a set of beliefs that has served you up to this point. Like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I do when it gets hard. This is what I do when I have spare time. You guys have all these these stories that ultimately become the person that you are. I want you all to acknowledge that every one of those stories can be changed, right? It's always at your at the disposal of your decision. It's always up to you. If you decide right now that you're going to be lean healthy and muscular for the rest of your life, you'll do it. And here's the crazy thing. I'm actually, so I'm doing this from from November 1st to the 30th. I'm doing one month of optimization. And I call this like one month to change your life. And I'm happy to share with you guys what I'm doing. But it should, it should be somewhat similar, but somewhat different for everybody. But ultimately, you can change your life forever in one month, one month. And so what I encourage you guys to think about is like, if I was honest with myself, what would be the things that I would want to do or need to do maybe more accurately this month to ensure that I'm never the same person again? Like what habit, skills, and processes would I have to accumulate or, or follow through on this month to ensure by, that by the end of the month, I've, I'm never the same again. I couldn't possibly be the same again. Does that make sense? We all have a, a list of things that we know if we did it, by the end of that, I, like maybe, maybe you don't believe in yourself 
yourself right now. You don't believe in your ability to follow through. But if you did do it, the whole world would change. Everything around you would change. Your energy would change. Your mood would change. Your sex drive would change. Your relationships would change. And most importantly, your relationship with yourself would change. So if we boil life down to what men aspire to, I'm curious what you guys feel about this, right? So oftentimes in life, we are told how to, how to be, right? We're told how to, hey, this is what a real man should be. And, you know, this is how you should be as a dad. If you distill it down to like first principles, what do guys ultimately want and maybe need? I think it's one thing, well, maybe two, but one, one that comes to mind that's like the top of the totem pole. I think it's self-respect. If you have self-respect, which, which you know, blends into to believing in yourself. So if you have self-respect, that means I say it, I do it. I believe in myself enough to say that if I set a goal, I'm going to follow through with it. That's life, right? If you guys, how many of you guys have like, maybe in the last, I don't know, six months, set a goal and you're, just one of two things that happens. You set a goal in your mind and you don't follow through or you refuse to set goals because you unconsciously don't want to fail. Anyone ever done that? So which one is it? Here's the thing, guys. Sometimes we set goals that are unrealistic. You're like, man, I just can't make the time for it. That's, that's possible. Sometimes we set goals and we don't sit down to make a plan to follow through. You will never succeed if you don't make a plan to follow through. It's literally an impossibility. So when I sit down to make a plan for my November month, here's what I did. I literally went yesterday, and I can share this with you guys if you like. I wrote down all the things specific to the goal that I have. So let's say specific to a month of optimization that I potentially have access to that would make me better this month. It, it goes from, you know, I want I have to make time to train. I have to make time for cardio. I want to make time for yoga. I want to make time for meditation. I want to make time for sauna. I want to make time for ice tub. I want to make time for IV. I want to make time for jujitsu. I want to make time for Muay I wrote down literally everything. I was like, Here's all the things I'd like to do this month. And I realized that it's impossible for me to do all those things. So if I try to, if I try to do all of them, I'm going to fail. So I'm going to pick the top five. I'm like, hey, which ones are the most important for me to follow through on this month? I'm going to say for 30 days, I'm going to execute on these five. And if I get any other ones as a bonus, then that's great. But here's the top five that I'm going to make non-negotiable. Every, you know, say it every day. I, I like to say it every day. And there's a couple in there that I want to put in every week. So that example being sauna, I want to get it at least once a week. An IV, I want to get at least once a week. A massage, I want to get at least twice a month, right? So putting those things in there, what are all the things to ensure my success at the end of this 30 days? And then I started creating a plan around that. But here's my plan. I literally mapped them into my calendar for 30 days, right? So if you guys haven't already mapped your workouts into your calendar, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. If you guys haven't already mapped out a plan on how you're going to prepare your meals ahead of time, you're going to fail. Expect it, right? So in your case, there's three things that I suggest you guys commit to. The third one is a bit nuanced because there's a few things in the th third thing, but there's three things that I suggest. I'm going to train at least six days a week. You're going to train six days a week. Now, training doesn't mean weight training, right? So you guys have your cardio plan. You have your mobility plan. You got to move your body six days a week. And listen, I suggest seven. You know, on my seventh day, today's my seventh day. Saturday is kind of my off day. I did a 90-minute yoga session this morning. Yoga for me is not training. It's recovery. I feel amazing. Nothing makes me feel, few things make me feel as good as yoga. And I suggest everyone do yoga also. But yoga is kind of my recovery day. Later in the day, I'll probably go for a sauna. I might go for a bike ride outside. It's a beautiful day. That's a recovery day. That's a non-training day. But I just build that into my life. So even if I have 15 minutes, I'm like, I'm going to hop on my bike and go for a little ride. So you guys have to start looking at planning ahead at least seven days and going, what are the things that I'm going to put into my life to be successful? Here's the way to think about this. Who were, Who are you? when you've already achieved this goal, or maybe said differently, who is the person 
that already has that goal and what do they do every day, right? So what are the daily habits, rituals, and skills that these people are executing on every day that allow you to ultimately be successful? So again, I can send you this long list of things that I execute on personally. And I just literally went through my brainstorm, like dump it all down and then just decide which ones are going to be most high impact for you. And here's the thing. Don't do the things you're good at. Don't choose the things you're good at. Choose the things you're worst at. Like if your cardio is terrible, don't avoid cardio. Like put it in twice as much. You got to move toward discomfort, right? So a slogan for my business, Muscle Intelligence, is we train champions. What's the difference between champions and everybody else? I believe it's one thing. What is it? Champions find a way to win. That's it. What does that mean to win? If they just figure it out. Like I have no idea. I'll figure it out. Don't you notice that people who tend to win tend to win wherever they go or whatever they start, whatever they do, they just find a way. You can make excuses or you can find a solution. Bottom line, right? So let's let's get our minds around that. Who do you have to become in the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days to completely change your life? I think it's hard for you to know what your life could be like if you simply took action on a small number of things. And I'll tell you, it's it's nothing short of magic. It's, It's miraculous how different you can feel how different you can look, level of confidence, and just the quality of life, man. Your sex life, your connection with other people. Oftentimes, we, we lose connection with other people because we think it's their fault. In reality, we're showing up. We're, you know, we're crusty. We're tired. We're angry. We're, we're whatever, you know, pissed off. And it's our, our fault, right? And so if we start to take ownership and responsibility for how we're showing up in all the areas of our life, guess what? Your self-confidence starts to grow a little bit. Your self-respect starts to grow a little bit. Your belief in yourself starts to grow a little bit. And if you guys want to succeed in all areas of your life, simply start laying a foundation in your body. Here's why. Your body goes with you everywhere you go, and it determines how you feel. Always. Physically and mentally, right? So if you want to feel your best, to be able to perform at your best, whether that be physically or in business, you've got to train your body. It's a non-negotiable. So there's three things that I think you guys should commit to. Train every day. Follow a meal plan every day. And finish your top five. And I'll tell you what your top five are. I think most of you guys have your top five, but I'll tell you what your top five are. It's the, it's the basic things that if, for you, and it's different for everybody, it's the basic things that for you would move the needle the most, right? And so sometimes it's the thing that's hard to do in the beginning. I'll give you an example of what my top five would be for you if you guys were my, my one-to-one clients. Turn your TV off two hours before bed. Or turn all, uh, all, uh, all tech off two hours before bed. Why? You got to prioritize sleep. No stimulants after 12 o'clock. That'd be another one. So no tech, two hours before bed, no stimulants after 12 o'clock. So no coffee after 12. I would also likely say, remove all chlorinated water. So anything that's going to, what I usually call GI irritants. So things that are going to disrupt the GI tract. So alcohol, chlorinated waters, drink from the, drink from the tap, and, and, and ideally, like ideally pharmaceuticals. Just get those out. There's so much value in healing your gut. So I've got two clients that I've got, what guys I'm working with right now. One guy lost 40 pounds in the first, I think, 50 days or something. And then his progress stopped. I was like, okay, what's going on? Just slow down. First thing we did, we go check his gut. His gut's a mess. We fix his gut. Now he's going to lose another 50 pounds like that. Started 327. He's now 287 or something. But again, the next 50 pounds will be easy because we healed his gut. So many of you guys are going to have GI disturb, GI problems, GI disturbances. So that's, that's three. The fourth one, we'll make this the final one, is control your insulin. Control your insulin means don't drink soda. Don't eat huge amounts of sugar on its own. Don't overconsume carbohydrate, especially if you're already overweight to begin with. You're already insulin dysregulated. You have to minimize insulin to start. Once you start getting back um, metabolic function, you can reintroduce insulin, but you have to keep the keep the insulin level down. As I think I told you about this last week, when insulin levels are up, your body's storing everything: carbs, fats, protein. When insulin is down, your body tends to be burning. So we want to we want to keep insulin down. 
And I guess the fifth one we could say is we want to, we want to control stress. So those would be your, your big ones, your top five. And again, they're, they're variable for per, every, for everyone in general, but those are your those are your big ones. And so controlling stress, obviously, that's a, that's a can of worms we could talk on for hours, but I won't spend too much time on it. Maybe if you guys want to prioritize it another week, we can prioritize it. But let's move into nutrition. So I taught nutrition, taught nutrition class last week and it's still fresh in mind, but I'm not, I don't want to go too deep with you guys, but I want to give you some really important lessons. I could eat the healthiest food in the world. Like I can find the best organic farm to table restaurant in the world, prepared by the, the best chefs, the best oils and the best vegetables and the most, most fresh fruits. And it could still not be absorbed well in my body. If what? If, my, if it's going into a system that's broken, Right. If it's going into a system that's stressed, if it's going into a system that hasn't slept well, if it's going to a system that's inflamed, if it's going to a system that's um, got a got a leaky gut, right? So it's not just about the food you eat. Nutrition is not just about the food you eat. It is what you digest, you absorb, and you assimilate. That's so important. So there's steps that have to happen between like that thing outside of my body going in and it actually becoming the tissues of my body, right? So realize everything you eat literally turns into the tissues of your body, right? So you have to ask yourself, what am I eating and what, what is it turning me into, right? Is it turning me into something that's a million dollar, multi-million dollar organism, billion dollar organism, or is it, you know, the cheapest thing I can find? Uh, ask yourself that because like, a lot, I know a lot of us have, have a psychological battle between like money and health. Do I want to invest this, this money in, my, in myself, in my nutrition, or do I want to save this money and invest in something else? Guys, I get it. I get it. It's, it's a toggle, right? I'll tell you what the greatest investment you're ever going to make is in yourself. Because if you want to make more money, you got to show up as a better version of yourself. The amount of money you make in your life right now is a direct reflection of the amount of value you provide. If you want to provide more value, you got to up-level your skills, you got to up-level your energy. Again, we won't stay on that track too much. But my suggestion is I've never seen a better return than what I invest in myself. And that's always from a perspective of time, of course, and obviously nutrition, like invest in stuff that's great. And I think some people often ask about, well, hey, man, how much should it, like, should I buy the grass-fed steak or should I buy the grain-fed steak? And my advice is eat less of the grass-fed steak. Like, if you can't afford it, eat less of it because I'd rather have you eat less than, than you have to eat tons of crap. Eat less and eat the good quality stuff. So coming, coming back to digest, absorb, assimilate, right? So the first piece of the puzzle is the food, and we're going to come back to that in a minute. But we have to look at digest, absorb, assimilate. So digestion starts in the mouth, the chewing, right? So guys, if you're not chewing adequately because you're eating in a rush, you're, you're not doing yourself any justice. How many of you guys eat r- running around at work or in the car or something like that? You got, you got to make it, make it a, ideally make it a non-negotiable. You simply sit down and slow down before you eat. Like my, my non-negotiable is I take 10 breaths before every meal. That's one. 10 breaths. I center myself in my body. I don't care who's around me. I center myself in my body. And as I'm going, what you guys will notice, something's come to your mind. Could be like what you got to do later. It could be thankfulness for what you're doing. Could be like, oh, I feel really great when I do this. Like, oh, I feel really busy and I don't want to do this. Just whatever is coming to your mind, just receive it. But, but and the, the trick is to not move, right? So it's this motionless breath work. Bringing your body into a state of calm. Every exhale brings you deeper into calm. You relax your face, your shoulders, your neck. That's where we tend to hold stress. Bring your body into a state of calm. <clears throat> then we make sure we chew our food thoroughly. And it's so much easier to do that once you bring yourself into a state of calm. Then we want to make sure that we're obviously absorbing uh, food with enough 
acids and enzymes. So in, when you get in your stomach, there's an enzyme or sorry, an acid called hydrochloric acid, betaine hydrochloride. And obviously, guys, if you're over 35, invest in betaine hydrochloride. It's so cheap and so effective. Um, it'll help with digestion. It'll help with acid reflux. It'll help with gas. It'll help with you know, all that stuff. It's like breaking all, all the, those terrible things down. Um, and as far as dose, I don't know, like four or 500 IUs. It comes in international units. Start off four or 500 IUs. If your digestion is really bad, like you tend to burp a lot, and you guys burp after you eat. If you, if you, if you tend to burp after you eat, you guarantee you have uh, low acid. So you want to make sure you take, a, take that. Now, don't take it away from food. You must take it with food because otherwise you get it really bad, like reflux. You must take it with food. So I usually take it and then I'll, I'll eat afterwards. Now, to be honest, I used to take it, I don't know, every day, probably for years. Now I don't take it at all because I've healed my gut. But if you guys are at the point where you, you want results now, it's a really good approach. Another thing you can add in is, is enzymes, digestive enzymes. So there's, there's something called uh, proteolytic enzymes, which is predominantly to break down protein. Proteolytic is protein enzymes. And you guys want to try to take some proteolytic enzymes, either with meals or away from meal, excuse me, both of which can be very useful. Proteolytic enzymes are amazing for breaking down protein, but they're actually even better for decreasing systemic inflammation. So you guys, if your inflammation, if your body's inflamed, you're not burning fat, right? Inflammation is, is, is ultimately the result of stress, or it's like this chicken or the egg, where it's either the result of stress or it's causing stress. So if your inflammation is elevated, your fat, fat loss slows down. So you got to be really aware of, can I bring down the inflammation? Okay, so we've got chewing, and then we've got acid and enzymes, and then we've got a microbiome, right? And then so once your body gets, once the, once the food goes through your mouth, into your stomach, it mixes with some acid and some, some bile, and then it goes through the, into the small intestine. Small intestine is, is loaded with bacteria, right? Ideally good, healthy bacteria. You got to make sure you have enough of these good bacteria. If you don't, because you've taken an antibiotic in the last five to 10 years, you can assume your gut is, is, is a disaster. And you probably want to start introducing some things to re-populate re, uh, the microbes in your stomach. And so my advice is you must take some type of fermented food with every meal. And it doesn't always, you don't always want it to be the same type of fermented food. You want to change it. But it could be cabbage. Uh, like uh, sauerkraut, kimchi, kefir, you can ferment really any fruits and vegetables. And so guys, I think we talked about this, but prior to 1925, there was no refrigeration. All food was left out. So what would that look like if you left your fruits and vegetables out for a little bit? They would, they would get that little bit of a tartness. They get that little bit of sourness, that little bit of fermentation going on. That's a good thing for our body within reason, right? Within reason. So uh, don't be afraid to eat some food, fruits and vegetables that have been left out for a little bit. Let them ferment. I started making my own fermented yogurt. I'll let you guys know how that goes. There's very specific strains that have been shown to reverse SIBO, which is small intestinal bacteria growth. Anyone ever have bad breath? Or it doesn't not from your teeth, though. It feels like it's coming from down under. That's usually small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. No, fill, fill, um, probiotic pills are not okay. Yeah. So if it feels like it's coming from like in your belly, that's usually SIBO. It's a production of hydrogen. Uh, hydrogen and methane can come out as, as like stinky gases. So you, you want to start looking at some protocols for SIBO, which is SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. There's one specific um, bacteria you could buy, but you gotta you have to um, grow it. You have to culture it in like a yogurt or or something. Uh, it's called Alruteri, R-E-U-T-E-R-I, Alruteri, uh, Lactobacillus ruteri. Um, so you guys can get that. It's really useful. Start healing the gut, right? So guys, if you just did this. So I guess I should say this differently. You want to do all these things, but if you go back to eating the way you were before, where you're eating a bunch of shitty foods and alcohol, listen, when I say shitty foods, there's, there's a couple things I want to clarify here. Like 
what goes on the shitty food list, like the don't eat list, you guys are all going to kick me in the balls for this one, but don't eat gluten. Like gluten is the one that no human should be consuming gluten, right? I just, I just can't see a benefit to this stuff. It's literally destroying everyone's gut. And so guys, unfortunately, that's the shit you like to eat and you just can't do it, man. You got to find things that are not going to kill you that still taste good, right? So, you know, instead of eating bread and bagels and pastries and croissants and donuts, like find something else, man. Like train yourself to enjoy fruit. You can eat so much fruit and not, and still feel great, right? You can eat, I don't know what else. Maybe you could find gluten-free options. Maybe you could do, um, you know, I don't know. I don't want to give examples, but you guys can do other things as, as snacks uh, that just doesn't involve gluten. You just, so one of the ways that I do this, I think I said this last week, when I go to a bar or, or, I, or when I go to a restaurant, I always say, I don't drink, I don't eat gluten, I don't eat dairy, I don't eat soy, and I don't eat corn. So I got these five things that I don't eat. In fact, I say I'm allergic to gluten, dairy, corn, and soy. Everywhere I go, I say I'm allergic to those four things. So please don't put them in my food. Because you, you, you have to be, honestly, if you, guys, if you want to change, if you want exceptional results, you have to be willing to be a little bit demanding. So I would say, yeah, a little bit, a little bit demanding. You know, you have to be, it's your body, man. If you're, if you're worried about what other people think, um, you're going to have a hard time. So just like be demanding and with your partner as well, right? Like, Hey, let's both start doing this. And let's just, you know, I do it with my kids. I was like, Hey kids, cause my kids had never eat gluten until they were like seven or eight. And then my wife and I separated and now they eat whatever the hell they want over there. Um, so we did 30 days, we did 30 days of no gluten and, um, their, their moods were just unbelievable. They woke up earlier. They wake up energized. Their energy was unbelievable. My kids are amazing kids, but like, it was like this, this uptick that was just so significant. So guys, my suggestion is you know, we talked about 30 days to change your life. Taking your gluten out is going to be one of those for sure. Okay, so let's come back to now talking about this. So I said nutrition, digestion, absorption, digestion, absorption, assimilation. That's like, what, what, are we gonna, what foods should we be eating? Right? So what should we be prioritizing? Here's the simple way to do this, guys. Breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, dinner like a beggar. Breakfast like a king, eat. Eat some protein, eat some fat, eat some vegetables. Eat a big healthy meal for breakfast. Lunch like a prince, decent sized portion. Try to get it in before 1 p.m. Dinner like a beggar, four or five o'clock. Have a little, sh- have a shake, have a little bit of protein, maybe a little bit of fat. Done. That's the way we should all be eating to optimize for sleep, to optimize for circadian rhythms, to optimize for performance. That's the easiest way to go about it. And within those meals, it's a good, good healthy uh, portion of protein, good sized portion of protein a small portion of fat, and a large portion of vegetables. That's, that's your foundation of every meal. Now, and above that, if you've trained, you can add some carbohydrates in the form of, you know, sweet potato or squash or, or berries or fruit, right? And just keep it simple, man. I, I think I've given you all a list. It's actually in True Coach of the 10 foods that I think everyone should eat. And it's, everything comes from this list of 10 foods. And it's, it's within each food is like a subcategory, but there's like 10 categories of foods that everyone should be eating from and, and don't go outside of it. There's no reason to go outside of it. You can eat so much more food if it's healthy, nutritious food selected from this list and your body will lose fat, you'll feel amazing and you'll just you'll feel like you're, you're driving performance rather than fighting against yourself. Thanks for listening to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. For full episode guides with important takeaways and bonus resources, head over to muscleintelligence.com slash learn. If you enjoy the show and find value in the content, please subscribe, share this podcast with at least one person you know and love who would benefit from this content. 
leave us a review and support our sponsors. You can see the full list of show sponsors, discounts, and get exclusive muscle intelligence deals at muscleintelligence.com slash resources. To join our private community and get VIP access to my master classes, upcoming muscle camps, and other resources that we don't post anywhere else, head to muscleintelligence.com slash community. Most of all, thank you very much for your trust, for your time, and most importantly, for supporting health and fitness in this world. Enjoy your day, and I look forward to seeing you here next week. Thank you so much for tuning into Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Pikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.